Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? And please, carry take your seat. Hallelujah. Well, our time is far gone. So, we'll be very brief. But it is always a blessing. But thank you, Pastor Isaac, Pastor and Doctor. Simon and all the pastors who have come around and all our pastors, good to see you. When I was reading my Bible and I saw that one of the things that was said about the virtuous woman, the Bible says on her lips is the law of kindness. Perhaps I might not really understand what it fully means, but I love that statement. The law of kindness is on her lips. That means we can show kindness with our lips. And it means saying nice things. So thank you all for the nice things. And all of you who have said nice things, I'm sure if we are to call everyone to talk about how friendship uh, has been to you, you will have a lot to say. And unfortunately, we may not have the time to do that, but maybe in your own way, just as you go home, say today, our church, we had friends service, and I, you are my friend, and so I want to say I love you, and thank you for years of love and friendship. You know, friendship is very important. The Bible says that there is a friend who stays closer than a brother. That means a friend, a friend can be to you more than a brother can be to you. You know, so it is very, very important that we celebrate friendship. I believe that many people have not come to know Jesus because they've not made the right friends. If I'm to share with you my story, we will not finish. But when I was in secondary school, I was a Christian. We used to scale the school wall. If you have been to my school, our wall is higher than in someone's prison wall. Our school wall is double-decker. That was the normal wall, then they add another one. So when two people even stand on top of each other, you still can't see behind the wall. I've taken you there before uh, so that you see the height of our school wall. It was not built for, it was built for stubborn people like us. Because it was built in our time. When I went to first year, it was short. By the time I was in second year, it was very high. And we used to scale the school wall. I was very smallish when I was in second year. I was 15 years, so of course... And all my friends, I was the smallish. Like, they used to send me, call the girl for us. Like, we were some, and nobody, we can't call anybody because we were very small. And I think it helped me. So even though I was bad, but I never had sex with anybody because the girls would not like me. I was very like that. I was the youngest and the smallest. So they used to send me. They would say, we'll call this one for us, and I'll be calling them. Until one day, somebody was preaching on radio. And I used to follow football. I mean, until I gave my life to Christ, I didn't know that pleasure can be a reason for enslavement. Like, something you like, maybe the devil has given it to you. Just to waste your time. Yesterday, I was going somewhere. And I saw a lot of people going to Megon campus. You may think that, oh, but what's wrong with going to those places? It's wasting your time. 
until you finish the school and you don't know Jesus. Then when you finish school, something else will also come, like friends. When you go to Lagos, you see a lot of these lecturers at the Lodgia. They are there drinking before they realize they are 83 years and their time on earth is over. The Bible says that there are things that are permissible or lawful, but at the end it leads to death. There are some things that may not even be sinful, but the devil, like football, I'm mentioning football because I was, I was a religious football addict. I could tell you the players, you know, at the time there was no internet. Like 2006, seven, we didn't have Facebook and those things. But I could tell this team, this is going to be the lineup, this coach, this transfer news. And I used to have a small radio, it's called Palito. You put earpiece inside it, very small. I used to have it when I was in secondary school because I have to listen to Voices of America at 4.30 a.m. to know English league score line. Because you can't know. You are in school, you don't have DSTV. And those days, it was not even easy to have DSTV. So I listened to BBC to know the scoreline. Has Ronaldo scored? The original Ronaldo, has he scored? Has, okay, the first Ronaldo, let me put it that way, so that I don't offend you. And so I was waking up at dawn to listen to my football news. I used to follow Inter Milan, it was my team. Now, as I was listening to the radio, then I was just tuning like that, dialing. Then it got to somebody who was preaching. And it preached, I move it fast. Because this is not, I'm, I'm not waking up at this time to come and listen to <laughs> preaching. And mind you, I was not sleeping in my dormitory. I was sleeping in an uncompleted building. Because when you go to do the class pie for your friends, it will be like 12 a.m., 1 a.m. So we sleep there. In our school, we call it ninjas. So I was a ninja. Then, in the morning, we joined the day students. Because you will not open the gate for you and you can be... So we dress in our school uniform. When we are going, we put our school uniforms in our bag. Then we wear it in the morning. We don't bath. We only bath in the evening. After class. Then we bath to go out. So when you bath like that, it's for the next day. <laughs> and I used to do that. We join the day students. Then we go like we are day students, like that. But when the man was preaching, he said that, pick a mirror. So when I moved the radio, something fell out. Why are you turning away from preaching? Why are you the devil? It was like the lady was saying something spoke to her. That something has always been speaking to us. And I know that from today, it's going to speak to you too. Why do you listen to preach? I hear the devil. So I, I, I was ashamed. So I came back to listen to preaching. As soon as I got to the preaching, the man of God said, pick a mirror and look at your face. If you die today, where will you go? That was the shortest and longest sermon I've ever heard. I couldn't listen to the preaching again. Suddenly, I said, what am I doing here? So I was just like, I couldn't, I put off my radio. I was just like that. Around six, I got up that I'm going to school. They were still lying down. And I went to stand at the junction. The money on me couldn't pick trotro. 
So I bought bullfruit. And I walked. Recently went for Frederick's wedding. Is it you? I showed something that this is where I was standing. And then I said, let's look at the distance. So we drove ah, to the place. I said, this is how I walked from here. And he said, we should do a documentary on it. <laughs> I walked from here to the school. When I went, it was a Sunday morning, church service. And our school, they work in I think first month. Then the school, traditional wear, second week, like something like that. But I was not prepared, so I was just in my T-shirt. But I went to sit down. Everybody was looking at me. And I was sitting like the second seat, the third seat, the corner. Big hall, the whole school. And some students from Tech had come to uh, preach to us. My school shares boundary with KNUST. It's a forest. You walk through the forest, then you enter Katanga, behind Katanga Hall. So they said, if you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, get up and come. In my school, if you do a tackle, the least you get is 200. <laughs> like a school that I can have, say, a significant percentage were smoking weed. Maybe 5 to 10% of the school. Every class, you can get more than 10 people who smoke weed. Yes, that's in your dormitory, in your room, people be smoking. Secondary school people. I mean, at that time, I don't know the kind of demon that has entered the, the, the school at that time. So every time I talk about people are coming, that day I said, okay, the next person who will go, then I'll follow the person. I was waiting for somebody to go first. I, I sat down and nobody was going. So I saw my man's side, a Bible. It was a tree Bible. And if you are from Ashanti region or you attended school there, you did tree. So I did tree. So I'm able to read tree. I had one in tree. So I can read tree. In our former church where we were brought up, Frederick is the one who reads tree Bible. That's why maybe his English didn't work, but... <laughs> When I took the Bible, it was closed. So I opened it randomly like this. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. That's the verse I opened. Then before I realized, I was standing at the front like that. I didn't hear anything. I started crying. And from that time, after tomorrow, Jesus has answered all my questions. And let me tell you, you are here, you have a question. If I stop with this type of people I work with, who will I talk to? Today, as I was driving here, there were some people doing procession. And there was a lot of traffic because of the procession. And I was delaying me. But a car came to pass in front of me and it was boldly written, Jesus is the answer behind the car. And I say, if Jesus is the answer, then what is the question? There is a question in each of us here. If I leave this boy, how will I eat? Jesus is the answer. If you are addicted to something, say, how will I continue? If I stop this thing, how will I? Jesus is the answer.
how old my friends? I had a friend who was called Alex. The first thing that came to me is that that day when I was giving my life to Christ, all my friends were not there. One of them was called Bobo Shant. One of them was called Damango. Then Alex, the Alex, there were two Alex Briku and Alex Echampo. And one of them, too, uh, trying to remember his name, I remember he was the freshest among us. Very nice. He was always dressed nicely. And he was, you know, some men are very handsome, others are trying. <laughs> Can I tell you something? One day, I met him in Kumase. That friend that we used to look up to. Like, Charlie, I could not believe it. Maybe by now I would have been like, I don't know the rest, but where they are. I had a friend he could ruminate. Then he starts eating. He brings food like a room. Do you know ruminants? Yes. He was always chewing. Like a goat. He was one of we were like six or seven. If I stop going to this man. How will I pay my school fees? Jesus is the answer. Like the lady was talking about it. Go to nightclubs, drink, party. Sometimes, what we don't know is, how will it end for me? How will things become? Jesus is the answer. And it will shock you that if your friends have helped you, Jesus wants to be a friend to you. Because of time, I'm quoting only one verse. Then we close. John chapter 15. Make a decision now. It will help you. Let him. You see, I didn't know that if I leave Alex, God will send other people into my life. Who will also become like Alex to me. But in a very positive way. He will go with me to places. He'll move with me to places. And that guy was my own classmate. He was amputated. He was born without the right hand. When he was born, the right hand was not there. It was short, small like that. That's how he was born. He used to take me to preaching meetings. Pastors. His brothers were in UCC. And they used to have books. Christian books. The first time I heard of Pastor Chris, it was in their house. I saw a magazine lying there. It was Pastor Chris' birthday, a magazine. I just said, I love this man. And that's how I started going to Benny Hinn, T.D. Jakes, all of these people. It was this same friend I got who helped me. And any time I have a question, I go to him. And I, I say this, and he doesn't preach. He doesn't do anything, but... One of the things I love about that guy was when you mention any word in English, he will tell you the meaning. No matter the word. (laughs) 
like when you come and say, oh, uh, I push you pieces. So this is the meaning. I want you to check the dictionary. That's how it's there. He, he used to read dictionary. <laughs> then I realized that anytime I meet him, he will mention a word. He was stirring my appetite for knowledge, for reading, but I didn't know. Today I'm a pastor. He is a pastor, but he's assisting in the church. When you take a decision for Jesus, he will take a decision for you. Do you know that I never thought I would ever be a pastor in my life? Even in the university, I was a Christian, but until I got to level 200, entering 300, I never thought that I would be a pastor. I wanted to be a journalist. And I had a passion for it. Any question on your mind, Jesus is willing to help you solve it. If I leave this boy, will I get a handsome boy like this? One day I was telling a lady, break up from this relationship. Then the answer she gave me is, Pastor, you don't understand. He's a fine boy. But who told you that when you come to Jesus, he can't give you a fine boy? The lady who came to say, is any of your friends married? No. No, is the first. You see, if marriage is a blessing, which I think it is. Yeah, the first. Maybe she didn't even know, but as she will make a decision for Jesus, he's going to make a decision for you. I'm reading from verse 12. He says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Jesus is the one speaking. Then he says, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his own friend. He says, you are my friends. So whatever a friend is to you, Jesus wants to be to you. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you to do. Then he says, no longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends. For all things that I've heard from my father, I have made known to you. The greatest relationship you can ever have is to have Jesus as a friend. He is a friend you can trust. Micah 7 says that do not trust a friend. But Jesus is a friend you can trust. Jesus is a friend you can lean on. Jesus is the one who can do what your friends cannot do. In life, God allows us to have our own way that we will know how important it is to go by his own ways. Sometimes when you have gone on a little, 
Like the lady said, it is something I said in my car today. End it wherever you have reached and come back. There is a point in your life, so I have had enough of this. All of us here. I have had enough of running away from Jesus. I have had enough from running away from God. Many of us were SUVs. But people you used to bring in SU have become more serious than you in God. The Bible says we should be rich in God. Every one of us has a desire to have one thing or another. But believe God and be rich in God also. You may have riches of money. But you have to be rich in God. All the things happening in this world. It's pointing to one thing that Jesus is coming. Yeah. There is one of these um, liberals who are propagating all manner of things. They were doing an interview. And he says, I'm a scientist. Do you think I'm foolish? He said, no. You see, we know there is God, but we will never let you believe it. We know that gender is two, male and female, but we will never allow you to believe it. A professor, he says that we know there is a battle coming and our master is prepared for it, but he is not sure of how the battle is going to be like. And because God gave the earth to man, we have to take over men. So you think we are foolish that we are saying that adults should be sleeping with kids. Are we, are we not? We know what we are doing. Like I was shocked that now they are not even hiding it again. He said we know. We know. You think we don't know how the drugs get into this country and is American? He said you think we don't know how cocaine and things come to this country? We know. But we will never stop it. We don't know how wars are happening over the world. We can stop each of the wars. We will not stop it. <laughs> he said, we belong to a kingdom. And we are trying to colonize the world so that our master will know that men will stand with him because he doesn't know how the world will be like. This information, because we don't have it in the Bible. That the devil doesn't even know how the Armageddon and all the rest of the battles is going to be like. Just that, and it is true because the Bible said that he didn't know that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. So even when he came to tempt, the first question is, if you are the Son of God, turn this stone into bread. Because he didn't know. And he said, if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So he is not omniscient. In other words, he doesn't have all knowledge. So he's doing a lot of experiments. He said, one day you cannot buy and sell until we permit you. And that is when you join us. And that is our message to the world. On the street, they asked the man. And he said, oh, we know, we know. I know, we know. It doesn't even make sense. How can you say that we came out of evolution? He said, it doesn't make sense, but we have succeeded in making everybody believe it. And that is what you will have to believe. Wherever you have reached, just come back to Jesus. I know you love your friends, you like to keep them, but Jesus wants to be a friend to you. 
I know you want to have money. People think that when they come to God, he takes away their vision. No, he takes away your vision to give you a better one. Look at me. Imagine I had become a journalist. Maybe I'll be working with uh, 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 Peace FM. And I'll be saying, oh, Kwame Utiminka, Ame Tunka, Senior Econo, that's what I would have lived my entire life doing. What a waste of destiny. But when he took it, he gave me a better one. A vision that makes me a friend of God. A vision that will make me sit with the creator of this world forever. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And that's what I want to encourage you. That, yeah, people try to call you to church. People are trying to, sometimes you don't understand. But today, just make a decision in your heart. That this lifestyle, enough. This path, enough. This road, enough. You will be shocked how your life will be. In the next 10 years. Jeremiah said winter is past. Summer is over. And we are not saved. There is a time for you to be saved. There is a time for you to be delivered. I've realized that people who hardly shake. When they come to God. Are people who have been bad before. Because they know how it is. At the other side. Sometimes see Christians be envious of the worldly people. They have bought a car. They have bought a land. That was a, these things the Gentiles seek after. Seek you first the kingdom. When I finished the university, apart from myself, I've not met any of my classmates driving before. Like I met my classmates and he was driving and he came to pass by me. I've met Legonites, but I'm talking about my classmates. So it looks as if even the things they are fighting for, they are not getting it. Listen, the world will never become easy. Let us not be deceived. That one day you become okay, everything will be fine. It's a lie. It is becoming more hard, more difficult, more even frustrating. But there is an answer giver. He's called Jesus. He's the one who gives us answers to questions with it's like, will I marry? The answer is with Jesus. Will I have children? The answer is with Jesus. Will I have education, PhD? The answer is like everything you have thought of. The answer is with Jesus. And this morning as you are here, I want you to search your heart and tell yourself that this path is the path of God I want to follow. And I want to follow it forever. Can I tell you something? The day you decide to be a Christian, your friends are going to leave you. For instance, I didn't announce to my friends, but they started staying away from me. Sometimes I call them, they don't mind me. Why? Because I realized that God was the one separating me from them. And they too became uncomfortable being close to me. Some of you, it's not your friends that will leave you. You will literally begin to see difficulties in your life. But it will just be for a while. And God will put you on the path that you are destined to be. Hallelujah. You will see the goodness of God on this earth. Hallelujah. You will see the hand of God upon your life. Amen.
and all of us here who are struggling with one thing or another. Sometimes it's not that you are not willing. No. The problem is how will you do it? The answer is with Jesus. I know you are struggling with smoking. How will you stop? The answer is with Jesus. You can't stop. Hospitals can't do it. The doctors themselves are alcoholics and drug addicts. The lady said, I don't know, when was the last time you drank alcohol? She doesn't remember. One day she told me that she came to church, spoke to a lady. The lady said she has never drank alcohol before. Then she started crying. Said, ah. So there are human beings like that on this earth. Like when I started, I saw the majority of the ladies in church are virgins. People don't believe it. It's, you are the only one. This one is a virgin. This one is a virgin. This one is a virgin. This one is a pastor. How do you know? We know. But what? No matter how much you have used it, whatever that is left, bring it to Jesus. Ofania pronatitia say no. And on our fire, new ye, yes, Sudia, new ye, who hot and sour, Nibremo, not to me, Nabirassi, Serra de Bawa, Brabo, Imwa, Adinara, Senior Yemu, no man, no, no, Nansu, did it, and I Oh, when you say, I have Yarata, when you mean in Yaya, won't he obey any Namao? And your eyes at the Hoa Brabo, obey any Nara Freeho, when you mean in Yaya, won't he obey any Namao? And your eyes at the Hoa Brabo. I'll show you what's in his hour on to me in There's another line. And I'm finding in your realm, something, something like that. We are listening to local gospels a lot. Uh, my favorite uh, gospel singer in Ghana is uh, Florence Obini. I love her. She, when you listen to her songs, full of Bible scriptures, she is more spiritual in her songs than most of them. Yesterday, I was listening to her the whole day. Was playing my car like that. True up. I was even telling you where he was in my car. So let's enjoy Florence opening together. I can sing some down for you, but there's no time. Make a decision for Jesus. He'll take something out of your life. But he's not making you empty. He'll put something there. He'll make your life beautiful. I've seen Jesus beautiful my life. I'm not the only one who has been to school in my house. But whenever they talk, I'm different. No matter what. 
anything beautify your whole life. Don't let anything steal your heart. Desire to become something. Desire to see something. Desire to make something happen. You want to travel. You want to make money. Jesus is not interested in taking these things from you. Because your riches is to his glory. But he says, seek ye first the kingdom. Don't be stubborn. I get surprised that young people who don't have anything are stubborn. Even the devil gets surprised because you, yeah, 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 yeah. There are people of your age who have traveled to 23 countries, all on first class. Yet they go to church. They pray in tongues. Your friends who will sponsor you in doing bad things, the moment you give a life to Christ, they will stop. It's not your friend that was providing. It was the devil that was providing. To sustain a kind of lifestyle, there is an economy that is supplying for you. To sustain, even as a Christian, there are certain things you may think that it's your father giving you money. No, it's God that is touching your father to give you money so that you can go to church. Don't run away from God. Don't. Everybody in my house knows that it's beneficial to be a Christian. They know. But they can see that this Jesus, he does not take the problems of men away. But he seems to empower them to be stronger than the problems. And begin to empower them to become what others are struggling to become. That is what you make out of your life. He said, if you obey my commandments, you will not be my brother only. Then you will be my friend. He will care about you. He will do things men cannot do for you. And this is the Jesus we are encouraging you to choose this early in your life. This is the best time. Because very soon you will need to pay rent and you will not have time. Why do you think these days adults are not going to church? The problems of the world are becoming many. They can't. All the churches that are full of adults, they are collapsing. Why? Because you have not met the problems yet. Very soon you will be meeting the problems. When I was coming, I was listening to a man on radio. He said that even these days, husbands are not having sex because of problems. So many worries. Make a decision today and you never regret it. Bow your head and let's pray. I don't know the prayer you can pray and how many words you can bring out of your mouth. I speak to Jesus. Say, Lord, touch my life. I don't want to die and perish and go to hell. There are so many problems you are facing. It is true. You are too young to even be having those type of problems. He said, leave it to me. I will handle them for you. When you see people going to church, it doesn't mean they don't have some issues. They have them. But Jesus has empowered them above them. Make a decision now. You have to let the boy go. You have to let the girl go. There is a company of friends you belong to. 
you have to make a decision that I am willing to lose all of these friends. I am willing. The lady said she was moving from Friday to start to be away from them. From the days of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of God has suffered violence. The violent man taken by force. Say, Father, I come to you today. Please, please look upon me. sure you've learned something this morning? Were you blessed by the testimony of people? Many friends have done evil to their friends. But I pray for you that the Lord will send you a man and a woman as a friend who will help you serve God and help you to know Jesus. Hallelujah. God richly bless you until we meet again on Wednesday, Friday and then on Sunday. May God favor you. May he show himself strong in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If there is any burden on the heart of anyone here, I pray for you this morning. Let burdens be removed. Let yokes be broken. Let any form of affliction depart from you. For the word says that affliction shall not endure the second time. You shall never be afflicted with sicknesses and diseases. You shall never be afflicted with cycles of evil occurrences. Your dreams shall not torment you. In the mighty name of Jesus. If there is anyone here you are tormented in your dream by evil spirits. Job said when he slept. Spirits came to torment him in his sleep. You shall have a perfect sleep. You shall have a restful sleep. The Bible says he gives sleep to his beloved. You shall have a restful sleep in the name of Jesus. If there is any door that has not been opened unto you yet, I pray that Lord shall show you a miracle. You shall see a miracle graduation, a miracle first class, a miracle job, a miracle marriage, a miracle baby, a miracle visa. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God will bless you in Jesus' name. 